Welcome to the Girl Power Alliance podcast, where you're going to meet and hear from some inspiring women with incredible stories who are leading in business and in faith. We are on a mission to impact the world by empowering women to dream bigger through kingdom-minded mentoring and leadership. This is where women grow. Welcome back to another episode of the Girl Power Alliance podcast. I'm super excited about my beautiful guest today. She's doing some remarkable things. Let me tell you a little bit about Lauren. She is a wife and a mother of four kids. They are 10 and under. We could stop there. (laughs) <laughs> she is a country, they are a country living family in South Carolina. She pastored for over 10 plus years and got into the online business world over six years ago. She continues to preach, speak, and lead a podcast alongside of her ministry, which is called Ministry and Motherhood, which is a mission to help other Christian mamas step into the fullness of where God is calling them and positioning them at home, in the marketplace, and beyond. There's no time like the present to live out your God-given purpose and make the ministry impact you were destined for. I, you can't see it, but I got goosies when I read that. So yes, thank you. And welcome to the podcast. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. I'm super excited to have you. You know, um, I have been saying this now, now it's been since 2019 publicly, at least, um, that I believe this is a really, really remarkable time for women in general, but but Christian women moving in the space of uh, the marketplace. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's kind of incredible to come from like the church world, the pastoring world, and enter into this ministry online space. Because, you know, when I was in the church world, I didn't know all those things, right? I didn't know that all this existed. And it's been so amazing to see the ministry opportunities that are in the online space. And we hear so many Christians talk about how social media is bad, internet's bad, you know, all these things. But there is such a remarkable opportunity, like day in and day out, to impact people in ways that you never could in the four walls of a church. So it's been really exciting to see God kind of move in that space. Well, let's, before we move forward to all the things that you're doing now, let's kind of back up. So you were in ministry for 10 years. Will you kind of, so, I mean, you're young. So being in ministry for 10 years, did you start like when you were like 10? (laughs) I look young. I'm not that young. I have four kids, but um, yeah, I was called when I was 16. The Lord called me into ministry. I remember sitting in my basement bed and hearing the voice of God just telling me that I'm going into ministry. But for me, my perspective at that time was so limited that that meant pastoral ministry, right? Um, and so I went to Bible college, met my husband there, who was also called into ministry. And we started right out of college while we were still engaged, actually started pastoring together and doing that. Wow. So like church planting, did you guys start your own churches? Yeah. So we worked on a church on staff. Uh, We did some associate pastoring. We did a lot of student ministry, uh, worked with middle school, high school, young adults. And then we did actually a church plant in the rural um, country of Wisconsin. Wow. That's really cool. And then, so you, you do that, you, you get married, you have children, you're working literally in the, the traditional kind of ministry, working in a church where, where did the, the shift begin to happen? Where were you, did you always feel kind of a call into the marketplace as an entrepreneur or was it kind of something that, that gradually happened? 
Yeah, no, I didn't at all. I thought ministry for life, I was going to be a pastor for life. You know, God always has different plans than what we picture in our head, right? Um, And they're always so much better than what we can imagine up for ourselves. But no, I got into the online space really just making extra money for my family and extra income. Um, You could probably ask anybody who's been in the ministry, you don't go into the ministry for finances, uh, to be prosperous financially. So, you know, I was just trying to add some extra income to our home and be able to do that. Uh, because we worked, you know, as a church plant, also the parent church that was we were partnering with was struggling financially. So my husband actually ended up do, going to bivocational ministry. So he was working another job while he was pastoring as well. And then I was pastoring alongside him. And so, you know, that kind of got us a little bit like one foot out the door of pastoral uh, ministry. And then God just out of nowhere kind of called us to move across the country and to leave a vocational ministry and kind of step out of that. And that was really um, a hard thing, really a hard thing to go through in that process. But it was so beautiful because God brought me kind of full circle into, you know, the online space. I was just serving clients and doing more, um, you know, customer service type things online and having my business that was really just making ends meet. But God started to reveal to me how necessary it was to begin to use my gifts and my calling in that space and really kind of revolved it and, and moved it all along to where it is now. Which is what are you, do you do coaching? What is it specifically that you're doing with, I, I know you have a podcast and, and your, your podcast supports what you're doing in your business, correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I do coaching and mentorship. I really am much more of a mentorship heart. I think that comes from the pastoral background, but um, I do that one-on-one. I have some group programs as well uh, and really just kind of minister to my group as well. I have a free community on Facebook that I love. That's all my heart to be able to minister to these moms to really just start taking action. And so that's kind of what I do is speak alongside that as well. Wow. That's um, it's really exciting for me to hear this because this, you know, this, this is my heart is, is empowering women that maybe have heard the call um, and uh, aren't sure what to do or aren't sure, like, is this, you really calling me God? And I feel like what we have been told specifically as women, you know, if you grew up in the church or you just became, I think it's shifting, but if you've been around the church for any period of time, um, kind of being a woman and wanting to be in ministry and also, you know, having the desire and or need slash need to create an income, there was this kind of mucky water that you felt like you were stepping into. And I just know from my own experience, um, you know, for most of my time in the church, really feeling called to serve. Like I just felt called, whatever you want me to do, God, I'll, I'll serve. And so, you know, I would step up to lead a table or start a group and do all these things. And it just never was a fit. Like it would be okay, you know, and I I would I was happy to serve. And I would serve kind of uncomfortably, thinking, you know, well, I mean, you're in service. It's not supposed to be this great, wonderful, fulfilling thing because you're serving. But it was it was like trying to fit a square peg into a round hole for me, specifically in that, in that space. However, outside of that space, in the business world, in the entrepreneurial world. I just felt like the glove fit perfect. I was like, this is me. This is me. How, how can I, how can I be both? I guess I'm not meant for ministry. This is what I told myself. And I, I feel like, you know, you having actually pastoring, you, you pastored and then moving into the business space, are these, can you relate? Like, did you ever feel like that? Yeah, absolutely. And I think adding the mom in there too, is like a whole nother thing. You know, I just recently had a client tell me, you know, I felt like there was no guilt-free zone. 
You know, I felt guilty when I was home because I wasn't fulfilling the things God was putting on my heart. I felt guilty when I was at church because I wasn't home. I felt guilty when I was working on my business because I wasn't spending time with my kids. And it really is when you are a multi-passionate woman and God has given you gifts and the desire to, to accomplish things and the desire to use those gifts and to make an impact, it's really hard to feel like there's something available for you. And a lot of times we try to fit into a mold that other people have given us, yes. whether that's in the church or what, or people we look up to or authors or whatever it is that we see, or even things in the Bible. And that's not where God has created us, right? Every one of us has unique purpose. And so when we try to do exactly what somebody else is doing, we're missing out on what God has for us. But I really do think that there is such a unique calling that God gives moms and women in the marketplace that desires them to find fulfillment, not only in their business and in making money and being successful, but also in feeling like they're the mom that they're called to be. And when they're not fulfilling that role outside of the home, they can't be the mom that God has called them to be or the wife that God has called them to be because they're missing such a vital aspect of showing that to their kids and exemplifying that for them. It's so true. And, you know, I, for, for many, many years, I would read Proverbs 31 and I was angry. I was like, I curse this verse, God, like, how am I supposed to be all these things and be great at all these things? And I had this real limiting belief that like this kind of, I, I think it, I feel now that it was a lie, it was a lie from the enemy telling me, look at, you're supposed to, you're supposed to do all these things. And then one day God, like, flipped it on me. He literally like tore the almost blinders off of my eyes. And he's, and he showed me that it's not a have to, it's a get to, he, I believe that God created women so uniquely that we actually can do a lot of things and we can do all of them. Well, and that doesn't mean to run around like a chicken with your head cut off. I, I rebuke the spirit of busyness that everybody puts on their life. Um, but I was having a conversation with a woman this morning and, you know, I do multiple things. I don't have any littles at home anymore. My, my littlest one is 18 and she's at home. So I'm out of the, of the space of homework and, you know, baths at night and all of that. And those, I look back on those seasons and, you know, I I really, I really miss them. You know, I miss that season. So, but I believe that God has actually gifted women with the ability to do so many things and do them well. And I think it's just kind of a shift in your mind that when you're home with your kids, you're 110 home with your kids when you're out doing whatever it is, whether it's a job or a business, you're 110 doing that thing. And we actually are capable of doing so many things. Now, mind you, doesn't mean we do them alone. You have support systems and help. And, you know, you, even in Proverbs 31, she had help made. Like she had a, she had a tribe of people that were helping her to get all this stuff done. So I think it's, I think women are amazing. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that all it takes is a little bit, you know, preparation and planning and getting disciplined in some of those things. And so I think that a lot of times we think, hey, there's this perfect like program or 12 step system to help me manage everything I need to manage. But that's just not the way it works, right? God made us unique. And because of that, there's unique things that we can do and tweak to make our life manageable. And that's one of my favorite things to work with ladies to do is to feel empowered that hey, they can have the freedom to do all these things and they can actually be accomplished in it. They can get things done and not feel stressed and like they're running around all the time with their head cut off, you know? What a what a beautiful gift you're, you're giving to people because in all of my years of working with women, that's probably the number one thing. Like they literally, I, I, it's, I don't know if it's a lack of organization or a lack of discipline or a combination of the two, but, but they, but in general, I, as I have 
you know, seen women, they feel very, very, and I feel that way in moments too. I mean, I'm still a human, but they feel very scattered. Like I have so many things I don't know what to do first. So, you know, having somebody like you to come in and say, listen, we're going to just set a little order here. We're just going to put a little order together. Yeah, that's perfect. And then a pandemic happens, right? Like there's always just something that's changing and we constantly have to be in that state of recognizing, okay, I can do this. I'm capable. I just need to tweak and refine a few things and we'll get it done. You know, I think that, um, you know, I kind of, I'm trying to think of what came first. Did I, was I an entrepreneur first or a mom first? I was probably a mom first, but as a mom, you really learn to, well, you, I think you have to learn to be flexible, especially a mom with, I mean, you have, you have four kids that are all under 10. I mean, you trying to have these set things all the time, you'd have a breakdown. Like it's yeah. all about continually being in flux. Like this is the goal, but if it doesn't look exactly like that, being kind of a type A myself, it, it took me longer to learn that lesson. I, I had my, my first two kids when I was literally a teenager, 16 and 19. So I grew up with my kids. So I kind of learned to be flexible already. Cause I, I didn't even have any set anything in my mind yet. Cause I was still so young. So I, my whole style of mothering was very much in flux, but it's funny when I had my third, I was 29 when she was born and, you know, I had more, I had more of a structured life. So you're trying to have more structure with your child, but it just, I think flexibility is one of the most uh, like under talked about skills to develop as a mother, as a wife, and as, you know, somebody in the marketplace. Yeah. And I think a big part of that is managing your expectations, right? It's not giving yourself these great, you know, like we always think, Hey, it's a new year. I'm going to change all these things. And we decide that we're going to change like 20 things at one time and make them. And then you fail. Right. And then you feel like a failure and you don't want to do it again, but it's really recognizing, Hey, I'm empowered to decide the kind of mom I want to be. Am I okay serving dinner on paper plates? Sure. Go for it. It saves me dishes. Right. Am I okay? Not having like a vegan organic dinner or not having my kids in all the sports, or or is that something that I want to do, right? So you're empowered to decide what are your non-negotiables? What are the stakes you're going to put in the ground? And that's how you can manage your expectations. Well, I'm not going to be the perfect Pinterest housewife that has the house all together, right? Or makes the crazy loving looking meals, right? But you get to decide where you're going to fail. And that's how you set up your expectations to know, okay, Things aren't always going to go the way they go, but these are the things I'm drawing a line in the sand and deciding that I am going to make sure these happen in my home and in my business and in my ministry. Doesn't it sound like such common sense, but I feel like we need somebody like you in our lives to give us permission to have the common sense. Yeah, for sure. And sometimes it just takes another person on the outside seeing in, you know, um, to be able to kind of recognize that for you. Oh, absolutely. It's such a, it's such a blessing. I mean, you know, back when I was a a young, a young mom with my young kids, there was no social media. There was no groups. There was no, you know, unless I literally joined like an actual church group, which there was not one for my season of life at that time. I mean, or maybe there never ever will be, you know, I was so young with kids as a single mom, you know, and so, um, you, you didn't have the opportunity to really get these, women like you in your life to kind of guide you through so that you can manage your way through without, you know, breaking. It's such a, it's such a gift to have people like you that are doing that now. Yeah, absolutely. And frees you from that isolation, right? Feeling like you're all alone and doing this. We can see now 
in the online world, oh, there's so many other moms that are doing it, right? They're making it happen. They're having businesses. They're making a kingdom impact. They're being great moms. And so it's possible. But when we didn't have all of that before, you get so isolated in that season, you know, where you just feel like, man, I don't know if anybody could understand what I'm going through. Absolutely. You know, and the Bible tells us, you know, we, we need to be surround. We need to have good counsel. We need to be surrounded by other people. And, and I also think it's funny with us here in kind of the, the Western society, the way that we live, we, and, and it might be changing slightly, but we kind of, we live very independently. You go mm-hmm. into other parts of the world and it's, they, they live, they live in community. You know, they have multi-generations living in their homes um, and they have multi-family members living in a very, very close proximity and they all help each other, right? Like you have people literally living close so that they can support and help the other people that go to the auntie's house. They go to the grandma's house because they're close. And, you know, we don't, I haven't lived in that world. My, My daughter lives in Florida. My mom lives an hour from me. Like, it's not like, you know, you can... I mean, help is available, but it's just a different world. So to have these communities that you create via social media or in your neighborhood or in your church, I believe they're life-changing. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. It's walking alongside people in the same space, right? Aspiring to grow together Um, instead of, you know, I always student ministry. So I go back to youth ministry because we did it for so long. You can always say, hey, you show me your friends. I'll show you your future, right? And it's so true for us moms too is, if we want to be in a space where we are fulfilled and we're successful as moms or successful as entrepreneurs, then we need to surround ourselves with the friends that are walking through that as well. You know? Awesome. So good. Such a, such a, a good word, a timely word for every mother. Um, I remember, you know, many moments feeling like, um, I'm all alone. And nobody has any idea what I'm going through and my list will never end. And this season will never end, (laughs) you know, and, and it does, I'm on the other side of it. And, you know, my house is quiet for the most part. And, uh, you know, it's just a, it, it is, it is a very, it is a fleeting moment where that stage that you're in. So to have somebody walking alongside of you, kind of reminding you, Hey, listen, like your kids are only going to be this age today, (laughs) tomorrow, they're going to get older and things happen. And so um, it's it's a beautiful thing to create these communities. So if somebody, so tell um, anybody listening exactly what it is that you do, what you offer and what your programs look like. Yeah. Um, so I have a free Facebook community that I would love if anybody wants to be a part of that. So you can jump in completely free and just get to be inspired, have trainings every week in there, some tips on setting up these systems and disciplines and habits in your life. Uh, that I'll go in there and do every week for you. And that's just ministry and motherhood. You can search that on Facebook and find that. But also uh, if you go to laurenapple.org, that's my website. It will kind of explain my group coaching program. It's a four month program that really is about getting clear and confident on the purposes God has for you in your home, outside your home, in your business um, and what that looks like. And then really beginning to refine the habits and disciplines and systems that you put into your life in order to do that. And these are simple systems. They're not these things that you search up on Pinterest and you're like, okay, I got to apply this cleaning system to my life. And it becomes more stressful and more overwhelming doing that. But this is really stuff that you can start to implement the way you were created and in your life and in your home so that you're getting stuff done. And so those big dreams that God has birthed in your heart are beginning to get fulfilled and you'll see them come to life. And so that's all on there on laurenapple.org. You can go backslash magnify. And that's my group coaching program where we walk alongside other ladies in community 
and do that together as you go through the trainings. And then I also have one-on-one coaching that I do as well. Mm, That's awesome. And what about your social media? How can people find you um, on the various platforms? Yeah. So the main other one that I do besides my podcast, that's ministry motherhood as well. So you'll be able to see that there. If you search in any place that you listen to your podcast, but is Instagram and that is ministry in the letter in motherhood, um, on the Instagram handle as well. Mm, That's awesome. And don't worry if you, you know, you don't have to write it down. All of her information will be available. If you're listening to the podcast, it'll be in the show notes. And if you're watching this on on one of the video channels and It'll be right below. You just click on it. Easy peasy. And if you're listening to this on the website, same thing. It's all in the information right there. And you can just click, find her, connect with her and, um, you know, really take the opportunity. It, I, I just want to, I just want to say this. I feel like I'm supposed to say this. If you're feeling a nudge, if you're listening to this or watching this and you're feeling a nudge, then that's, that is a confirmation for you. Like take the step, reach out. Um, I, God designed us to live in community and to be surrounded from, you know, with other people and to learn from other people and to be taught from other people. And so, you know, you are not meant to go it alone. You are not meant to go the journey alone. There, <laughs> there are, there are people like Lauren out there who, um, spend her lifetime serving you to help you to get, you know, through what you're going through or to the next step. So, reach out, connect with Lauren and, um, you know, just watch things turn around in incredible ways. I, I appreciate you so very, very much before we leave. Okay. Before we end this podcast, if you could tell, um, somebody that's, uh, there's a mom listening right now and she's got this thing. She's like, you know, I, I have this idea for a business or this dream or this passion, Um, but you know, but I really, I don't want to sacrifice, you know, being a mom to my kids, you know, what do I, what's the first thing I should do? Well, I think the first thing you should do is really just thank God for that. Recognize that that is not a lie from the enemy. It's so easy to get trapped in this idea that, Hey, this is selfish, this thought or this feeling or this desire that I have. And so it's not really from God because I'm meant to do these things and fulfill these things. And a lot of times when it's a scary step, even just speaking it out loud, the first thing you should do is speak it out loud. Say, okay, this is what God's calling me to. And this is what he's put on my heart. But also to recognize, hey, in that scariness, that is when you're going to find the fulfillment that God has called you to. And so speak it out, tell somebody that you want to be a part of it, and then really start to submit in prayer every single day to God saying, okay, God, what is the next step for me? What is the door you have for me? Um, I think, again, like what we said before, surrounding yourself in community. So finding a community of people that are in similar places and spaces, not because you want to emulate what they're doing, but because you want to walk alongside them, support them, and get encouragement from them as you're going through it as well. Beautiful. Perfect. Beautiful and perfect tip for, for, for women. I love that you said, just so you know, I didn't give her like, she had no prep on that. That wasn't like, Hey, I'm going to ask you this, say this. And I think that your answer was so incredibly perfect. Cause this is what I speak to people all the time. And I, I agree with you 110%. Like the enemy wants us to go, uh, uh-uh, that's not of God. How selfish of you, you have this beautiful family. How dare you have any desires outside of there? And a lot of women don't, that is their, they are called into the home. They, it is, their every breath, they love it. And that is where they're at sometimes for a season, sometimes their, their whole lives. But if you are one of the women that is called to that, and (laughs) it's not either, or you, you are allowed to have, and, 
And I just, uh, I just bless those words that came out of Lauren's mouth, like go back, rewind this, just slightly go back and listen to it again and allow that to really just seep into your soul. And, and thank God that you got to listen to this today as a confirmation to what it is that God is calling you to, because you are needed. You're needed in the world. We all have these unique abilities, even if it might look kind of the same, like you're a coach, she's a coach, or, uh, you know, you're in health and wellness, she's in health, but it's not the same because there's only one you. God me you unique and beautiful and special with gifts and talents that only you have. And so you are needed in the marketplace, in ministry, in the world, in your home. You are so valuable and needed. So thank you so much, Lauren, for doing this today. I appreciate you. I'm so happy for what you're doing in the world, what you've done basically since you were 16 years old, listening to the call and really allowing God to kind of like mold you into all these different directions and do all these things. Thank you for being just obedient and serving and bold. I just, um, I just appreciate you for being such a blessing. Hey, thank you for having me on. It's been such an honor. I pray that you found a ton of encouragement from that podcast. I sure did. And how amazing is Lauren? You know, I feel so blessed to be just part of this community, Girl Power Alliance, and meeting these remarkable women. And you might be one of them. You might be one of these incredible women that is supposed to be a guest on the podcast. And if you feel that, you're like, man, these are my people. I want to share my story. I want to share what it is that I do. Then we need to connect. And all you have to do is go over to girlpoweralliance.com and click the collaborate with us button right at the top of the page and get the process started. We're always looking for collaborators, whether you teach a masterclass, you have a mini course, you want to be a guest on the podcast, you're a coach. We are looking for you. You are our people. So don't wait another second reach out, get connected, be part of our community, be part of Girl Power Alliance. And we can't wait to meet you and share your story. Girl Power Alliance is where women grow.